0: Hi, Kara. Hello. <laughs> oh, this is one of those. We should have hit record. We've been talking for I don't know, twenty minutes, thirty minutes already. And no. and it's one of those. Wow. Oh, wow. Really? I'm like. Oh, okay. Okay. And we're kind of talking about what we're going to talk about. And <laughs> my question is, it record?
1: <laughs> I know. I used <sighs> to do this a lot too, and and now I because I also have a podcast, and now I'm like. Okay, hey, do you have any questions? All right, let's go. <laughs> because there's so much good stuff that I used to like not get recorded. So yeah, yeah I sympathize. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Great. So welcome, Kara Goodwin.
1: Thank you, Bradley.
0: To the Repossible podcast. And, and I really like some of the stuff you were saying. And it's just, now we've, we've talked about so much. I'm like, ah, where are we to start? But <laughs> one place we really we really talked, we were just talking about like Nepal and whether or not you had to, you know, become a monk and, and move there and wear an orange robe and sit cross-legged for three years and, you know, not talk to anybody. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) But because nobody's going to do that, right. Or not nobody, Mm -hmm. but, uh, or, or, yeah, yeah. Or, or that was your life and, and you live in Nepal anyway, or, I don't know, yeah. but you know, we were just also talking about yeah. What about traffic and mortgages and uh, you know gymnastics practice and and because you were telling me about an experience a transcendental experience you had recently and mm-hmm. then because my in, my interest is great. Tell us about it. Yay, you! How fun is that? Lights and sounds and and geometry and interpretation. That must be fun. But how did, how, how is that practical? How is that applied how to does it apply? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so would you like to um, tell a bit about, you, you mentioned you had one, one experience in general, Eric, in a, a biggie, and then you've had other since.
1: Several. Yeah. Yeah. I had one great big kind of big transcendental experience where um, I it equated. people talk about coming out of the matrix and I wasn't even that familiar with this term, but, um, but it's kind of like you do like I, I had, it's a, it was a very long experience. It, it actually just happened, um, while I was falling asleep that night. Um, oh, cause
0: I was wondering, so I was, just, was this like a meditation or a guided thing you know, or, or-
1: which is so funny because I'm like a meditation coach. I've I'm med- meditation oh, is wow. my jam. Like my oh, podcast awesome. is called the meditation conversation. Um, so like oh. I'm a big, big meditator and and um Me too. What what's the word? I'm trying I'm promoter of meditation, but that's not the word I'm Maybe. looking for. Like proponent of meditation.
0: Yeah. yeah advocate. Yeah. Um yeah.
1: and I'm And, but these experiences happen to me in that state when you're drifting off to sleep, but instead of drifting off to sleep, I start to see things and hear things and experience things and I'll start seeing. And so it's a very long experience. Like I, um, kind of started by seeing the, the, these colors kind of organize into, Kind of a dome structure and they looked kind of like a tile like a Moroccan maybe or some kind of like maybe like a mosque a kind of a you know dome with with tiles and and or it could have looked like maybe stained sometimes it looks like stained glass because I've seen this many times since. But that was happening for a while and they were kind of changing colors and it felt like I was in this dome. It was kind of this omniscope where, you know, you see, you can see 360, you know, around you 360 degrees. And then eventually that sort of like thinned out and I was rising and, um, and I eventually like it, I just came into space. Like I just, it was like being in space, like everything had dissolved and I just was, I was in space, but I also oh. was in my bed. Like I knew I was still in my bed too, okay. but but, but are you like, then
0: like, are, are you sort of, okay, you're off, you're going off to sleep, but you're not asleep yet. I guess. not
1: asleep. It wasn't but, a dream. But, like I could, I was fully aware that I was in my bed and, wow. but it was like this huge expansion, like, like the parameters of my body were no longer like I was still I knew I had a body but I wasn't confined to it so (laughs) but I could go back to it you know what I mean like I was in my body and I was in space and then there were like these symbols I saw a bunch of like symbols or codes or something and then they kind of had it was kind of like these I think they were hexagons, but they could have been octagons. I didn't really count the sides of them, but it was like this hexagon or octagon that had, that was, that had all these symbols on the edge. And then they kind of separated into two and it looked, they looked like windows. So it looked like I was actually looking out into space through these like hexagonal or octagonal windows. So that was one, another part of it. And then like, I kept going up and I was seeing these like golden, like then I could see even like, it was like space was dissolving. And I was seeing like these um, golden like lines that were all intersecting, but it was almost like scaffolding. Like it was kind of like what was holding even that image together it was like that started to dissolve and then there was all this like these all these golden lines so and it kept going then there was an experience with time where i was kind of seeing time and how time like quote unquote how time works um and that was a whole part of it i i had like a anyway i could go on and on because it went on for hours but the part that you and i were talking
0: earth time hours like really yes Earth but then, but hours. you were, were you still in that half asleep, half awake state, or you think you fell asleep? Um, there or? were
1: times that I stood up. I mean, I went down. I got really oh. thirsty at one point, and so I went downstairs and got some water. And at that time, wow. I felt very expanded, but I. Was he here in this dimension? You know, I was like in my body and, but it was wild. I was like, oh my gosh, that was so amazing because so many things started to click into place where I was, there were things like Mm. concepts I had heard about or that I thought were metaphors that I had experienced as reality. I was like, oh my God, that's really, really true. Um, And it looks like this, like, or for me, it looks like this because I don't, I think that there's also an individuality to all of this. I think a lot of times we're looking for what, what happens in blank, you know, and it's kind of like, it's not like a one, one thing for everybody that, you know, there's like an evolution with everybody and a, a, you know, where we're all from. And, and, you know, I don't, I don't believe, and I have not experienced that it's like, for everybody this is what it's right, like you know
0: right, right. um that's really important because if in. people are, are listening and they say like okay so let me see i've got to find like the gold or scaffolding and then i've got to find right. the moroccan dome and i like, well, i didn't see yeah. that so it cl- clearly didn't work for me
1: yes exactly yeah. exactly and and we all come in with different like things that are active within us or Um, or that are dormant, that we, that we activate throughout our lives. And, and so that will be different for different people. Like you and I were talking before we started recording, you're a much more audio, audio person. Like you experience things more through sound. You're very connected to sound for somebody else. It might be more of a visual or it can be more of a feeling thing where, you know, yeah, there are times and yeah. when it can be all of them, like certain things I've right. found, like, as I've been going along that, that I have more and more things activating where I'm more connected to visuals when I used to not be, I'm more, I can hear more yeah. layers in sound that I didn't used to be able to hear. I can feel more vibrations in my body that are very subtle that, that I didn't used to be able to hear. And it's not that, it's not that, um, those vibrations weren't there, but it's like, I can tune into them. You know, it's like, we start to like discover this stuff has been here the whole time. And that's one of the things that with these experiences that I've had where I, that has blown my mind. I've heard this a thousand times, the universe is within you. It's all here, you know, all of this kind of thing. And I'm like, Oh my God, it is all here. (laughs) You know, It's like, it really is right here you know, different dimensions are right here. It's just how we're tuning in and the role that frequency plays and, and yeah. what, and the role of what we're focusing on, how that um, illuminates what we experience. Um, and it goes on and on and on. And um, yeah. so I didn't really get to the creator part. <laughs> I will let you decide if you even want to go into it. Cause I have given a lot of information and I don't know, and I know we're kind of we're going to come up against time soon, so I'll let you know, I'll hand um, it back over to you. Know, yeah, <laughs> I, I
0: but I I would like to go there just to get like the full okay. picture. But then, because I, I'm trying to think of, you know, a, a listener, what would they be thinking or asking right now? And of course, the difference is going to be what's their experience so far. Mm-hmm. Like if you ask me today, I have a much different question than even just a few short That's years easy. ago. Yeah, um, right. I mean, speaking of which, I just went. So I live in the Netherlands and in Amsterdam. Two weekends ago, I went to Esther Hicks, Abraham Hicks. Yes, um, right. And I, she has one thing. It's not her thing, but she talks about it a lot, the radio dial, like especially mm-hmm. like the old-fashioned radio where you have to turn the knob, right? And she'll say, okay, well, the radio, it's this box, right? And, and let's set it to 89.5 and say, okay, well, at 89.5, if the local station is at 106.7, well, it doesn't work. Oh, this box is broken. This this mm-hmm. this transmitter thing is broken. Like, well, no, you have it set at eighty nine point five, and that's one hundred six point seven. Change the dial just, to one hundred six point seven, and then and then la, 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 la Oh, look, then it comes in crystal clear. Yeah. And I and it's funny because the radio dial is such an old fashioned thing, especially. I mean, even, even radio is almost old-fashioned, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> and, that, and the idea of even a dial, like, what, you have to turn a dial and you have to, well, what, what's wrong with It's not yeah. just numbers. And so, however, because I'm trying to think like from a practical standpoint, you say, okay, like like you said, I'm tuning in differently. And I think for people to understand that like you said, because these radio waves, I mean, they're all around us, right? They're all here, Mm -hmm. 106.7 and 89.5, they're all here. I just Mm -hmm. need the right box tuned to the right station or the right frequency for me to then hear that or see that or hear and see and feel. Mm -hmm. So that's my, there's my practical moment of, because people are gonna say, well, great for you, Kara, but uh, how do I connect to all this uh, stuff? Right.
1: Right. Right. That's a great point. So from a, from a practical perspective, from that aspect, meditation has been a huge, um, enabler for things like that. So even though I've had these transcendental experiences more in that twilight time, you know, in between wakefulness and sleep. So not like, because when I meditate, I'm sitting up I'm in in front of an altar, you know, I'm, it's a a proper practice. Um, but those states help us like the practice of meditation is that practice of stilling the mind and stilling the body so that we can start to pick up on these subtleties that are always within us. They're always accessible, but we're moving so fast that we we're catching the surface, everything that we actually are catching in our waking state is surface, you know, it's, and there's a lot going into our subconscious, but we're not aware of it. So it's not that we're not accessing Mm. different frequencies, different vibrations, different changes in the atmosphere, um, different people that we resonate with or not, you know, we may pick up on these to a certain extent, but there are actual things happening within our body. Um, that are related to that, that we, we pick up on much more easily when we're still and we give ourselves time. And it, and it can happen that you do that for a while. You, know, you do meditation and you, you're observing. You know, there's Vipassana meditation, which is not my specialty, but that's where you're really using the body. You're really to, going deeply in the body and, and going into all the sensations of the body and you're, you're learning and you're, you're feeling, and you're taking information in through your body. Um, it, the stronger you get at that, the less you, you know, you, I still have a, I'm very, very dedicated to my meditation practice still, yeah, but, yeah, um, because it's training, you know, it's like, if you want to, if you want to yeah. ke- like lift weights and you do get strong with it and you're, you don't stop, if you want to stay strong, you yeah, know, it's like, yeah. well, I could go and lift a couch pretty easily. Cause my arms are so strong. So I don't need yeah. to work out anymore. It's like, well, if you want to keep being able to lift that couch, yeah. you know, you need to keep training. Um, yeah. so I still do meditation for sure all the time, but, um, but I also have access to more of those subtle, that subtle information outside of meditation, okay. because, yeah. because I know, because, because I, I have you're, experience with it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because we're well back like the, that's, the couch lifting, like, because, yeah. and, and if that's the, the event, the couch lifting event. But mm-hmm. you, somebody comes over and says, "Oh well, can you lift that table too?" I say, "Oh well, I never lift tables, but I can because I'm, I'm in shape."
1: Yeah, right. right? I'm
0: right. I'm used to lifting the couch. Oh, but the table. Oh, that's different. But I oh, sure I can do that. And ma- right. maybe I was thinking because you said your your transcendental experience was, um, I thought it was going to be during a meditation, but uh, right. uh, it wasn't. Surprising, but ma- right. But, You're just in such good shape, right? You're so tuned in to keep with our frequency uh, theme. that, well, that would even go with another aspect, which I really like is the unexpected stuff. Because when you're, okay, I'm sitting down to meditation. I've got my ritual. I've got my altar. I've got my whatever. And all right, here we go. Great. But then the unexpected stuff. And again, if you're in shape, then the unexpected stuff could come in more easily.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And, and wow. I don't, that makes total sense to me. And I think, um, and, and I don't know why, you know, I don't, I haven't been given <laughs> the, the Intel into why it's like this particular like phase of consciousness where it's easier for me to access this versus a meditative state. I think they go together.
0: I think that I do,
1: you know, transition into a meditative state, like as I'm passing through to sleep that all of these experiences while they're happening, have felt very familiar. That's another thing that I'll mention is just, they seem, it seems as though this is stuff that I have experience with when I'm asleep or even maybe Going on at different levels of my consciousness, even when I'm awake. Yeah. Um, but I can't remember them. And that was very clear. That seemed very clear as I was happy. I was like, oh, this is so familiar, but I normally don't remember. And I kept like ah. coming back to because I kept expanding, 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 and experiencing these greater levels of expansion that were familiar to me. But I kept like deliberately coming back to what I was referring to at the time at, through the experience as little Kara to kind of like ground the memory, because it was like, this is what's missing is that little Kara doesn't remember, but I, but little Kara kind of like folds into something bigger at sleep time and in, in other ways, but can't hold the memory. And so that was what was seemed to be different. That was kind of my, so it was sort of like, almost like a people use the term download a lot. And I, yeah. I, um, think of like getting a download as a different kind of a different thing where you're just in a more open state and kind of stuff's coming in. Um, this seemed more like I was going somewhere and then like intentionally, like sending it back to me and trying to get it into my memory, like store it into my,
0: you know, being. Uh, The download, you know, I hear that a lot too, of course, but it's funny, I'm looking at my my file manager here on my other screen and there's a gazillion files. And Mm -hmm. so a download isn't very like valuable to me if it's just lost with all the other gazillion files.
1: Exactly. Because
0: I keep looking for like practical stuff. And so one practical thing that I'm going to pick out here, because I have the same experience is the memory bit. Like if you said, okay, I'm going to go experience something in either in the meditation or in the other experience, the non-meditative experience, and and you experience something or you get some clarity or you learn something, whereas if you're in your day-to-day, busy, busy, and maybe you get something coming in, say, oh, oh, like learning moment, wait, uh, hold on, and sh- and it comes and goes and maybe you forget by the whatever time you get home or something. Whereas, could I say that th- this, when it, when it came in either through the experience or through the meditation that, and the message that you seem to be getting, or at least one of them was, Hey, let's, let's sink this in Kara a bit deeper. And so she holds on to it longer or better or more or whatever. And so as a memory improvement, because we can't, I'm looking for like practical stuff. Because as we had talked about before, we are like, yay, lights and geometry and fun and yippee-yahoo, but right. what's the practical aspect? Like, why, why in the world should I be doing this?
1: Yeah, yeah. And we haven't, we didn't really get to that piece too. What, what <laughs> you're saying is absolutely, you know, for me, that was a very practical thing of being able to apply a lot of these things that I'd sort of heard and thought were theoretical. Um, yeah. and to experience them is like actually they're very they are very they're very literal um but the the pra- the most practical piece um for me from a day-to-day perspective was this experience that I had like as I was the furthest expanded I got um w- was this like big 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 ball sphere of light and I understood, I, I understood this as my creator being was how I was kind of, how I was interpreting it. And that's not really my language. Usually I talk about things in terms of like a higher self or whatever, but mm, yeah. um, but this was my understanding was this was my creator being. This sphere of light was what was, was um, responsible for my reality creation and I don't mean I don't mean responsible in the normal way that we would say it, but like that was how my reality was being created was through this sphere of light. And then I could connect to little Kara, which was this much, much, much smaller, like kind of tiny light, um, very far away from where I was from this perspective of this huge sphere of light. But little Kara, that light was signaling to this bigger sphere, this huge, massive, massive, massive sphere of light. And I'm talking like, I was not like Kara little, that little light was on earth, which was very, very far away from this big sphere. So this was really huge and very far away. And, um, but this huge creator being was delivering the experience that the little Kara was asking for based on the projection of light that little Kara is emitting. And the way that little Kara communicates with light is by her choices. And so every choice that I make changes my light. And the creator, this creator being the sphere of light was completely neutral. It was just delivering. It was just, it was just getting the signal and giving back what I was asking for completely neutrally. So I, the thoughts that I think will affect the light that I send. If I'm thinking high thoughts, if I'm thinking loving thoughts and, thoughts of compassion and cohesion and, and seeing in, in um, connection and, yeah. and forgiveness and acceptance and all of that, that will, that will make my light stronger. And that's what that creator being is going to pick up. So it's like, okay, she wants that, that level of light. So this yeah. is what her reality is going to be. That's what gets immediately And and immediately, you know, I mean, it's we're in a very dense dimension here that everything moves pretty slowly, but but it is like, okay, you know, that's the level she wants. If I want to engage in, you know, thoughts of separation and hatred and judgment and, you know, non acceptance and, and so on and fear, not forget fear. Yeah. Um, I can do that, but it will, lo- it will dim my light. And so, and then it will just be, okay, that's the level she's asking for. So this is what we're going to deliver. These are the people she's going to encounter. These are the conversations she's going to have. These are the opportunities that are going to show up and so on, you know, they're going to match the light yeah. that she's um, emitting. And so it goes back to frequency. It goes back to, yeah. you know, all those things that we hear about that you I'm sure your listeners have heard about frequency and because light right. is frequency, sound yeah. is frequency, yeah. it all goes together. And we, we've heard of the law of attraction, you know, Esther Hicks is, you know, huge on the law of attraction. Yeah. Um, the secret you know the whole thing with the secret is all about this matching like what you're putting out is gonna your is what you're getting back and you may not it may not be what you think you want but it's what you're sending you're signaling yeah. this is what i this is the level i want so yeah that's the practical piece and i know that we're kind of coming up against time here so i will just let it yeah be but i
0: <laughs> so i think um i used to uh i finally upgraded my zoom so I have longer than whatever it was, 40 minutes. But I was doing, I did a program last year where uh, we only had the 35 or 40 minutes. And I said, I said, that's good. We're limited. We shouldn't be over that because we, we need to get it done. And if, if not, we'll just do another one. But um, I liked it having that limitation. Cut off. Or, uh-huh. And because then I even have a, a chapter in a book, it's called something like constraint breeds creativity right mm. like if we said hey karen let's talk for hours and hours right and like we go all over the place but we said okay we have this limited time constraint so let's get it in and, and let's get here and then we wrap it up and uh, so yeah. i like it i like um, that because then also because i'm and i really like you talking about frequency and then as you had said before that uh, and I totally forgot that, but you're right. I think of so much audio frequency, or you know, th- this is you know the whole radio thing again. But you're right; light is just a frequency. Wow, yep. that's yeah. super cool. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's great. And that we're emitting that, and what we're yes. emitting out, and then what we're getting back. And uh, you know, so yeah. speaking of talking for hours, I think I would love to just talk again soon absolutely and,
1: uh, hear
0: more about uh because i'm also i your your fascination with meditation i have i have the same and it just grows and grows yeah. and i think the more we talk about it the more we help other people and inform them and even me like coming out of the closet spiritual guy right like mm-hmm. i'm here hey I'm, I'm not going back in and I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm like proud of it and and uh moving forward so and it's all just Fun. It's just there's so much fun yes. involved, and and it's like practical agree, stuff. right
1: Yes, um, it is so fun. That that yeah, is, is. I say that so often, where I'm just like, oh my god, I love it.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. here I am trying to dig out practical stuff, right? But I know that. I, I mean, I, I brush my teeth for practical reasons, right? I do it every day. Yeah. Uh, but meditation, sure, there's some practical stuff, but like, if it were just fun, i I'd, I'd be doing it too.
1: Yes, right. This is what's funny. I mean, I heard some a comedian talking about this like months ago or years ago. And he was saying that, you know, he always thought that the monks, you know, going back to like Nepal or whatever, yeah. that they were, you know, it's very serious. And they're, you know, they're doing it for and it's very strenuous and whatever. And yeah. then he got more and more experience with meditation. And he's like, Oh, my God, those guys are just tripping. They're just out there under the Bodhi tree tripping, you know, <laughs> and they're just having a ball, you know? know. And
0: they're just having fun. Yeah. Yes.
1: And it's like, oh my God, that's hysterical that they're yeah. like in these monasteries. And you once you do start reaching some of these, you know, different states and experiences, it's yeah. it's so yeah. fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It is. Okay. There's our practical takeaway. Fun. You want practical stuff? Okay, fine. Well, We'll dig some practical stuff up for you, but the fun element yeah. is just, it's so huge. And of course you're going in, you're not thinking that's what it's all going to be, right? You're, no, no, no. I need to, I don't know. Am, am I sitting right? You know, uh, Yeah.
1: Right. It's, it's fun. Yeah. self-discovery is fun. It's hard yeah. to, it's hard to, yeah. there's usually yeah. a lot of excavation that needs to happen. A lot of things yeah. that need to clear out, but it's worth it. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. worth
0: it. Okay. Hey, where can people find out more about you and what you do um, like website oh, or where can people you. find you?
1: Yes, I do have a website. It's cara.goodwin.com. That's Kara with a K you can go on there. If you're not a meditator now, or even if you are, I have a free guided meditation on there. 10 oh, cool. um, minute meditation. There's also that's right on the homepage. Um, you just click like receive meditation there's, you go a little bit further down, there's a little um, video uh, about healing, um, about awesome. some self-healing, and then you can get a, a PDF to kind of accompany that, like a little worksheet thing. Um, cool. And, uh, yeah, I've got lots of different resources. I've got a podcast called The Meditation Conversation. Um all kinds of resources for people to explore that side of themselves. Awesome.
0: You know, cause like I was talking about with the ice cream, I just, I think people can find their, you know, find their guru, find the person they, they connect with and great. It's yeah. all you need, you know? And right. so if they, Oh, I don't like, like uh, what's his name? Um, Eckhart Tolle. Uh, mm-hmm. People always tell me, Oh, Eckhart Tolle. And I think I have tried, I, I've tried really hard to read his book and I, I just can't do it. I don't know. I just I'm not connecting with the guy. So, but that's fine. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, we all have different different well frequencies, different different people that we connect (laughs) with, different language that's used that resonates with us for sure. Yeah, Um, and that's one of the things. You know, before we started talking, we were talking about, or before we started recording, talking about the the monk versus the modern living you know this is yeah, one of the things yeah. that is becoming more and more important is the accessibility of people who are living modern lives you know i'm a parent i have two two children i have a husband yeah. and animals yeah. and i live in the modern right. world with traffic and you know, yeah. all kinds of stuff. And, yeah. and I still prioritize this stuff in modern living. um, very much immersed in the matrix. So, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and loving to get out of it from time to time right. too. <laughs> um, but Great. you know, it is, it's, it's, uh, I think that it, there's a lot to be said for people who are living, you know, relatable modern lives right now yeah. who are reaching yeah. these, these states too. So.
0: Okay. Thank you so hey, much
1: for having yeah. me on. Yes, thank you for being
0: here. And and this is, and let's just let's just make it not the last time because this is this is Absolutely. way too fun. Absolutely. You know, and Absolutely. we're just I mean, finding the fun and just sharing that it's fun and it's not serious. I mean, yes, like you say, it's also can be hard, but you know, yeah. the this if the the benefit is fun, I'm like, wow, that's. And that's like my goal these days. The benefits are the other stuff. The the side benefits yeah. are like the oh like it's practical and helped me in my you know business and relationship. Oh okay, but it's like I'm yeah. going for the fun.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that stuff, what's what is so fun is you can approach it from whichever way you want, you can want to just reduce stress, and you're going to get benefit of the stress reduction. But you can approach it as just wanting to connect with yourself deeper and kind of explore these mysteries that are happening, that are like just under the surface. And you're going to feel more patience, you're going to feel less stress, you're going to get all of the benefits of the yeah. physiological yeah. things with meditation that come along for the ride anyway, where you just feel better. You relate to people better. People want to be around you more, you know, and
0: right. things like
1: that, because that those that's the low hanging fruit that just comes along yeah. for the ride.
0: Yeah. So. Speaking of fun, I have my, I'm now five minutes late for my call, but it's a, I'm, I'm in an entrepreneurial mastermind and oh. it's one of our like laws. We have to have fun.
1: There, so, I love that.
0: Yeah, and so they'll Sweet. they'll uh, understand why I'm why, why I'm late because uh, we were having fun here. So oh, awesome. thanks thanks again for for being here and, um, and until so next much. time.
1: Thank you, Bradley. <laughs>